This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jamie. And we're here. We're not queer. Well, she is sometimes. On um, occasion. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Let's just um. <laughs> let's just say that I'd be okay in prison. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we talked about that like in another episode. Um, it's Sunday. It is like quarter after two. And I don't know. We're just living La Vida Loco over here. Huh. What did we do today? What did we do this weekend? I, on Friday, got home. Honestly, I was done fucking interacting with people. And then <laughs> I was done interacting. And then Paco was like, Fitz is coming over. And I looked at him and he was like, what? You love Fitz? And I said, I am done interacting with people. <laughs> he said, you're done peopling today? I said, I'm fucking people done. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, he's not going to stay long. So I ended up going to bed super early, like super early on Friday. And then I've had a headache for five days. So Thursday I was in bed by eight. Asleep by 8.30. Yeah? Yeah. Like... Look at you go. I was not okay. So I, I've had a headache for five days. So we did that on Friday. We had pizza. And then Saturday we went bowling with a bunch of Paco's work friends. And I have to say that I didn't do too shabby. Yeah? I did not. I bowled a 120. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. That bad? No, it's good. Oh, okay. Because you said not too shabby. Okay, so I want to make sure I was on the right. I haven't bowled in like here. four years, so I bowled a one twenty on my second game, and I bowled, I think, in ninety six on my first game. Which people are like, who bowl are like, what? What's going on? Oh my god! I was just pulling up my um stuff. This dog just threw up somebody's vibrator. A whole entire... Look, look. Oh, my God. It's a whole entire vibrator. Oh, that's an expensive one, too. That's pure romance. <laughs> I'm stealing that's, that. That's, I'm gonna, that's from you guys their, are going to hear this. That's from just, their platinum collection. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Lainey, you are not going back out just because you need to go lay down. You need to go lay down on your bed. I'm literally, like, I'm just beside myself. I mean, this dog just vomited up an entire fucking vibrator. It's so funny because you guys, <laughs> when you guys hear this, you got to go straight to that page because I just posted it and you're going to be disgusted and horrified and oh my God, all at the same time. Oh my God. I wonder what they gave that dog to make it throw up. Um, probably. They made this, they made this dog throw up because this poor little dog yeah, just they, threw up everything. I mean, is. It's fine on dogs. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Do not let the dog in and out, in and out, in and out. She can kiss our entire ass. The dog wants to be in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Speaking of puppies. Anyway. Well, wait, wait. So, you went bowling. I went bowling, and I, I didn't, didn't do, didn't too, do shabby. too shabby. Okay, that's good. And then we went to dinner, and then we went to the pub, and I saw people, and that was about it. Like, today I woke up. We had no pants activities. It was fun. No pants activities? No pants activities. Pants off, dance off. Oh, my God. She's basically being like, I phoned my boyfriend this morning. I had hot oh sex. Oh, my God, now she wants to come back in. See? I've had sex this morning. Um, <laughs> then I went there. Like, oh so, I had 
have been craving Frosted Flakes. I have some. Well, they didn't have any at Acme the other day. So I got the Honey Nut Frosted Flakes. And let me tell you how they don't hit the same. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I had a bowl of Frosted Flakes this morning full of anticipation. Full of and right. they tasted like nothing but disappointment. Aww. I did get made fun of this week at work because um, the plumber house, which is like the halfway house in our area for prisoners who are about to be released so they could go into the workforce, it's a halfway house. Right. I know what the plumber so house is. So they come in and there's this one guy and I was like, oh my goodness. And oh, she yeah? was like, Jamie. <laughs> I was like, there is something about a neck tattoo. There is something about a neck tattoo that does it for me. <laughs> and I know, I know it's bad. Oh my God, this fucking dog. Don't yell at her. She's in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. And I can't leave the door open for her because Bruce is watching TV. Get oh, in your she's bed. such an a-hole. Get in your bed. Here. This is why you could go in. We can't have nice things. Because of her. There she is. She couldn't get in her bed because her phone cord was in the way. Oh, okay. That's that's the problem. Sure. So, anyway. So, one of the girls at work was like, Jamie, you know, those men are no good. I was like, they can't come in here smelling like Axe body spray and bad decisions with neck tattoos. <laughs> and you can't expect me not to have a moment of weakness. <laughs> like, I pulled a Carrie. Like, I had Carrie, Carrie-ish tendencies. <laughs> If any of you that don't know, that's her sister. Carrie is like got a platinum membership for J Date. She is the fucking Jail Date. Not not the other kind. Yeah, jail date. She is bona fide, one hundred percent, loves herself a criminal. The new one is, <laughs> the new one is so nice though, I really like him. And he's cute. <laughs> the new one. The new the one. The new criminal. The new one. He's very oh nice, though. My God. I don't think he was like a hardened criminal. I think he just made a couple bad decisions as a as a kid. But he's doing all right. I call him learner's permit. It's because he just got his learner's permit, right? Right. And that why you call him that? Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, so so him and Riley Carey's son are both going for their learner's permit. It's fantastic. Oh God, really? <laughs> She's gonna listen. To, I just became friends with Carrie on Facebook. She's gonna listen to this and be like, "We're unfriended again." Um, we're not friends anymore. Uh, um, well, my son's gonna be graduating boot camp, so we made the arrangements to finally like get our flights and all that kind of stuff. When is he doing? When is that happening? It, the week of spring break, so the, like the week of it's the twentieth to the twenty third of April. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah, no podcast that week, people. So, well, no, we'll podcast. Because I'm only going to be gone Wednesday through Saturday morning. Bitch, Sunday you're going to be tired as fuck. If we get back Saturday morning, I'll be home by like almost, by like 11. I'll be home because the flight from, so we fly into Charleston on that Wednesday. I'm so excited that you get to go into Charleston. That's where all the movies are. All the fucking, um, who's the guy that does the note? Nicholas Sparks movies Mm -hmm. are filmed in Charleston. So you're going to be like, oh, my God, I remember this from the notebook. Well, in my mind, we're going to, we fly out of Baltimore at, like, one something, and we get there at two something. It's only, like, an hour. So uh-huh. it's, like, an hour and well, that's good and for you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to take my little Xanax and hope to God I don't, like, lose my shit. But I'll be with my parents and my brother. So I'll be surrounded by people. I just, I have agoraphobia, so it's really hard for me. I'm getting better with some things, but I just went into another flare, like, two days ago. 
that like really freaked me out. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this GERD stuff's just killing me. But anyway, so we'll fly in there and then we're, you know, going to have our rooms and we rent a car and it's like an hour and a half from Charleston airport where we have to go. So we'll have to drive from there for like an hour and a half. And then we get to our hotel or whatever it is. And then, so we're not doing the family stuff on Wednesday they have, which is like Marine 101 and you do the base. So the next morning we have to be on the base by six. In the morning? In the morning. Because the moto run, which is where they all run down France Boulevard or it's something like that. They call it some tour de France Boulevard or something where they all run down for the last run all together. And then we have our banners and our t-shirts. I'm getting ready to order all those. And we'll be there for that. And then he goes on Liberty for a couple hours. So we'll be able to hang out with him then. And then I think there's one more thing they do where they do like a family debrief or something. Uh-huh. And then we'll be done. And then we'll be done for that day. And then we come back the next day on Friday, which is graduation. And then he leaves. And then we're going back to Charleston. As soon as he leaves, we're going right back to Charleston. And we're going to check in a hotel there and then spend the rest of our time for the last couple of hours, have like a really nice dinner, relax together. <laughs> I'm just so excited. I want to cry already because I can't wait to see him. Oh my God. I can't believe this flew by. Oh, I mean, maybe not for you, but. Well, it's not, it has not even over yet because it's only what, March 6th or something. But, um, so then we'll fly out the next morning. We fly, like we're little, we're supposed to be on the plane by 6.15 in the morning. So, so then we'll be at Baltimore by 7.30 in the morning. So, um. Again, and then we'll come home. Is Christopher coming home with yes. you? Nice. Yes. We got all those this morning. And then my mom and I were talking about all our hotel things and all the other kind of crap. So now we're pretty much done. I just have to like book the hotels and all that stuff. And my mom was looking at the different hotels because at first we were just going to do like a VRBO and like rent a house, but it was like way more expensive. It was like $900 instead. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing? And they went like a minimum of three days or something. I'm just like, no, you know. So maybe uh he'll get lucky like and have school like right in Virginia. I don't know. Well, he's going back for combat training. He's got to go to, like, Camp Lejeune. Oh, okay. So he'll go back for that, and then depending on where his MOS is, his military school, um, then he'll go wherever that's going to be. I'm well, not hopefully sure where that'll that's, be. like, Virginia, so he could at least, like, come back and get his car and drive there. I mean, it'd be nice. I mean, my parents had already said that they'd be willing to, like, drive him down, because that's only six hours away. Right. So they said that they would drive him, and I'm like, I don't know if I want you driving them. My parents drive crazy, especially my dad. But so that's kind of what we were doing. And just, you know, now it's like the spring market starting up because I'm, I'm already booked out like two weeks. I bet. It always and, pops this time of year. It's your busiest time I know. Year. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I need to start my school It again. hasn't even stopped though yet. Like it hasn't really slowed down at all. It started slowing down for me, but it was only like slow for like three months, two months, three months. But slow for me is like just working Monday through Friday instead <laughs> of working seven days a week. So now it's starting to pop again, and I need to be in school and do all this stuff. There's just, you know what I mean? It's just been busy, but, I mean, God bless the fact that I'm busy, right? I mean, we're really lucky, but on that note, so you know who else is busy? Who's busy? Kanye. Fucking Kanye. Kanye. Kanye, Kanye. I know you have this one, too. Like you you can... dropped his new video. I have not watched his video. There's apparently a three-part fucking series on Netflix that I'm afraid to get to sit down and watch to get sucked into the it's Kanye. It's called Yeezus or something. It's yeah. not like, and they follow him for a really long time. Yeah, I'm like really terrified mm. to get sucked into the Kanye like wormhole. Like, well, you know, everybody's all up in arms about his latest video, right? And he basically like beheads. Yeah, Skeet. <laughs> his, his name is Pete. <laughs> He does that, so everybody's sort of giving him a big old fat backlash for that. So, don't you have this one? I do. But you, you have to read it? it? 
Well, I mean, I can give it to you if you want. No, you have it. I have other stuff. Okay. So this is from E! News on March 3rd, so just two days ago. It says, Kanye West receives backlash for his alarming video of Pete Davidson. Like, did he not think he was going to? <laughs> I mean, like, you can't behead somebody. So it says, uh... Well, one of Pete Davidson's famous quotes is, "You just because you have mental illness does not give you a, the, a free pass to be a fucking asshole. No, I know. I remember that. He was like, you know, I'm on meds. I'll take them. <laughs> They're great. Like, I remember, because, I mean, people have been passing that around. They're great. Um, so it says Kanye West is not giving Pete Davidson any mercy. Just hours after a judge declared Kim Kardashian legally single, <laughs> and, the and, judge basically divorced her. Right, and gave her back her old name. Yeah, or, well, she was always just Kardashian. No, she was Kim Kardashian West. West, I know. I mean, so you know, she had to nobody ever called her that shit. Yeah. So, uh, legally single on March second, they can't tell me nothing. Rapper Forty Four released the animated visuals to the song Easy which featured a clay figure of Kim's boyfriend, Pete, 28, being kidnapped, tied up, and buried alive. In the video, Yi pours liquor over Pete's head as he is buried in the dirt and plants seeds on him, which sprout into roses. As the Donda rapper stands in the field of roses, the lyrics, God save me from that crash just so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass, are played in the background. I hate him. He then flips the flowers and places them onto a flatbed truck. Seemingly referencing the truckload of roses his estranged wife, Kim Kardashian, received for Valentine's Day. At the conclusion of the video, the words, everyone lived happily ever after, except Skeet, you know who, joke, he's fine, <laughs> appeared on the screen. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. JK. <laughs> that's what it says. It says, you know who, slash JK, he's fine. Fucking uh, Kanye West is JK. insane. JK. I, he's scary insane. He's like... Deadly vows insane. Like, if people don't get him <laughs> under control, he's probably going to try to murder somebody. He's going to OJ Simpson 2.0. Oh, my God. Like, so the easy alleged. Vis- I'm sorry, allegedly. Alleged, yeah. The easy visuals, visuals cause social media users to go into a frenzy. One person tweeted, it breaks my heart to think of Pete right now because, like Nick Cannon said days ago, Pete Davidson is such a delicate and loving person. What Kanye's doing is so disgusting and immature. Well, another- Damn, even Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon said he is a delicate and loving person. Fuck. When you got Nick Cannon's baby making ass on your side. I don't know that that helps. I don't know either. But, you know. I know you were thinking, well, if he's saying something, that that means something. No, I don't know that it helps him at all. I'd be like, shh, 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 don't help me, man. (laughs) Keep our relationship on the DL, DL, DL. It says, well, another wrote that Kim is being publicly stalked and harassed by Kanye. Right. He re- she really is. This is going to be an ID discovery motherfucking ending if they don't get this man under control. Says, I'm terrified for her. Yeah, though a lot of people had an issue with Yee's new visuals for Easy. There were several people who didn't see a problem with the video. One person tweeted, people losing their minds over a music video are the same people who say Pete's SNL monologue on Kanye was just comedy, not that big of a deal. Um, his monologue about his mental illness and the shit he was doing is not the same thing. At all? Like, that's an orange and right. an apple? He not murdered, the same. He murdered a replica of him in a video. It, but and then he has his severed head. At some point, somebody talked about it, there's like a severed Pete head, yeah. Pete's head. So, it's not the fucking same. Just because Pete said, take your fucking meds, I take them. They're great. That's not the same thing as being buried, putting, you know, no. It's not the fucking same thing. Knock it off. 
The thing is, Kanye Kanye West is a narcissist, and he is losing his battle right now. And because narcissists don't like to lose, he is lashing out, and it's gonna get violent. And I'm I I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but it's getting to the point where it's going to get violent soon, and somebody needs to get a hold of him. His people need to like fucking check him in somewhere, put him back out on his ranch in Wyoming or something, because he needs to get his shit together before he does something fucking stupid. Well, it says, while in other wrote, people are mad at Kanye West for making art because it's 2022. No art can be made unless it's pre-approved by the Thought Council. <laughs> They're just basically saying that nobody can do anything until all these people who want to, like, cancel shit are like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's cool. You can do it. You can okay, do it. You're go good. ahead, Kanye. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's okay, Kanye. We, we, if we, you weren't so fucking we're amazing. We're not going to cancel you for it. He's a little nutty. He's a nutbag, though. Yeah. And that girl that he's dating right now that looks like Kim Kardashian apparently is from Delaware. Of course she is. I was like, oh, yay. It's Fast forward, it's our the girl Gabby from our bar, like, member, Gabby. The, yeah. Yeah, it's probably her. Hmm. Like, we'll just, it'll just drop one day. Like, she'll take off her glasses and we'll be like, <gasps> but we won't say No, anything. I guess I don't know who you're talking about. I'll explain after. Okay. Okay, so um, I have something a little more lighthearted, a little funny about puppies, being we just watched one throw up a vibrator. <laughs> Okay. And it kind of looks like the puppy. Okay. Well, no, the puppy that threw up the vibrator was a big old fat Rottweiler. Oh, oh yeah. This one's a pity. Okay. It says, woman drops her dog in a doggy daycare, in quotes, for months. Then she finds out it's just a regular office. That is so fucking funny. And they're like, word, we got a dog. Whether we confuse meeting times or coffee orders, we are no stranger to mix-ups. We're only human, so at times we make mistakes. Walking into a stra- to the wrong store is an inconvenience. But it's a very honest mistake that may, that many of us have probably made on one time or another. Embarrassingly, we used we usually right our wrongs by simply walking back out and into the correct store. For several months on end, the dog mom consistently made the mistake that she'll likely never forget, and it's just about the cutest mix-up ever. She mix, mistook another accounting office and an accounting office for a doggy daycare instead of dropping her dog off. At the doggy daycare, she accidentally dropped her basset hound, Otis. Oh, that was just a stock dog picture, I guess, of the pity. She accidentally dropped her basset hound, Otis, off at this accounting office across the street, and ex- and the exchange went on for too long. <laughs> this accounting office was luckily dog-friendly, so when one of the girls working in the main office saw this massive dog getting dropped off, she didn't think much of it. As the only one in the office without a dog of her own, she was delighted to have a furry pal for the day. The woman at the office assumed the dog belonged to one of her co-workers or friends. Okay, this was an honest mistake. It's a hysterical mistake, of course, but this could possibly happen to anyone in a rush. The story doesn't stop there. The woman came to pick up Otis from daycare. She asked the girl in the office how much she owed for the day, hoping not to embarrass the woman. The worker at the office said $20. (laughs) Just $20? As she wasn't the dog owner herself, she wasn't sure whether this amount was too high or not. The dog owner shockingly paid the $20 and went on her way. Then couldn't possibly happen again, right? Wrong. (laughs) This wasn't one and done ordeal. The woman continued to drop Otis off at the office for several months, never realizing her mistake. I don't think there was... (laughs) I don't think there was any way she could have at least some idea we weren't a doggy daycare. The whole ordeal was so strange. I just figured, don't question a good thing. Oh, my God. That is one lucky office they are getting paid to have a doggo in their midst. So how on earth did this woman finally realize this wasn't an actual doggy daycare? 
After stumbling upon their Christmas card, she finally realized Otis is wasn't attending the daycare at all. The owner's friend was the, one of the firm's clients, so this firm received a yearly Christmas card from the office. When the dog mom visited her friend's home around the holiday season, she saw Otis on the office Christmas card. <laughs> and she did not. This is what she This is when she finally started putting all the pieces together. This wasn't the end of Otis's time at the office, however. Otis's dog mom explained that she couldn't possibly <laughs> find another doggy daycare that charged only $20 for a full day of daycare. <laughs> so she continued to drop the dog off at the office. At this point, she knew that Otis was in good hands, even though he wasn't technically a doggy daycare. <laughs> this went on for over two years. Otis continued to frequent the office as his doggy daycare until his family relocated. For two years, Otis was able to enjoy both his family and his home family and his work family. Oh my god, that is freaking hysterical. <laughs> please share this if please share this with your friends and family. That's the end of it. That's hysterical. That is absolutely fun. That is so fun. <laughs> she was like, I couldn't find $20 daycare at any other place. <laughs> He's fine. So I'm just gonna keep it there. Oh my god, that is so funny. You know they didn't put it on the office Christmas card. They put the dog on the office Christmas card. Oh my god, it kind of reminds me of your um sister's old work where they were always doing things together and they, they seem like a mm-hmm. pretty like, you know. It seems like that would be something they would have done. Yeah. Oh, my God. How funny is that? That's hysterical. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Let me see. What do I got? Uh, Oh, my God. Sorry. Every time I save stuff, sometimes I inadvertently save them on, like, food stuff. It goes in, like, my new stuff, and it shouldn't be there. So I I made an absolute food file. So now it doesn't happen anymore. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. All right. So real quick, they, people think that Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are back together. <sighs> Jamie's very upset about it. She was so close to having her chance with him. I just needed to get to Hawaii. Is that where he lives? Mm-hmm. In Hawaii? Really? Yeah, they're from Hawaii. Oh, shit. I wonder what that's like over there. Um, okay, we're going to just, I think this might be the episode of crazies, I'm thinking. So, Shayna Mopler, somehow she just can't imagine, she can't, like, keep herself out of shit, I don't know. But she used to be married to Travis Barker. Right. And now Travis Barker is, you know, engaged to Kourtney Kardashian. Some people think they're already married, but they've already got married. And like, I don't know, they seem very happy. And they do seem very happy. She seems very... She to me, Courtney was always wound so tight. She has a huge stick up her ass, and now he's got her his big dick up her ass. So I guess she's fine. So I feel like like he's <laughs> he's he's evened her out. If that makes sense, she yeah, seems she seems much happier. She seems very not as yeah wound so tight. But um, Shayna Mugler, people like say that she's a little iffy. And after this, the whole situation, I'm kind of thinking it might she might be. So this is according to E News again because it was like a big. Big week after that. Says Shayna Mopler shares she's pregnant days after ex Matthew Rondu's domestic violence arrest. I don't know what to think about this situation. It's pretty sad, but I'm going to read it and you guys can tell me what you think. So it says, I took a pregnancy test, Shayna Mopler said, just days after ex-boyfriend Matthew Rondo was arrested for allegedly harming her. It is positive, she said. Oh, Jesus. This girl's fucking nuts. She's got... All these kids that she doesn't even raise. But are we sure she's really pregnant? Like, all she did was say she took a pregnancy test and it's positive. That doesn't mean you went to the doctor and it's confirmed. She's just trying to put herself in the spotlight again. I think she's definitely one of those people that's that's nuts. 
That's a little nutty. She should date Pat Perry. No, oh my God, that they would just just ruin everybody's life together. For Sheena Mokler, this news was unexpected. A week after ex-boyfriend Matthew Rondu was arrested for felony domestic violence. Shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, we it, it goes on like at the end. It, you're like, oh shit. The former celebrity Big Brother star told people that she is pregnant with her fourth child. Now again, she's not really raised any of the other kids. Barker right. has. Barker has them. And her kids with him have been very vocal about, like, their mother this, their mother that. I took a pregnancy test, and it is positive, Mokler, mom to Atiana De La Hoya, 22, Landon Barker, 18, and Alabama Barker, 16, said, This has been a very difficult week, but I'm taking everything day by day. She might be another little narc. On February 24th, Rondo was arrested and booked on suspicion of felony domestic violence after an alleged altercation with Mokler, 46. Imagine, like, you know, his mom was not happy about him being with that old-ass woman. At their Los Angeles home, Radar Online reported, the outlet quoted a police arrest report as saying that the model grabbed the Playboy Playmate by the hair, swung her to the ground, grabbed her face and neck, threw a chair at her, and urinated on her, leaving visible injuries. Soon after he was freed from police custody after posting a $50,000 bond, Rondo, 29, wrote on his Instagram story per U.S. Weekly, To my family and friends, I just want you to know I love you so, so much. You know I'd never lay a hand on another woman. The love of my life has made me out to be the villain. Today, he stands by his innocence. I never hit her or beat her, he told Radar Online. I love her and wanted to spend my life with her. I can't believe this is happening. I would never harm the woman I want to call my wife. He continued, I'm an innocent man going through the toughest obstacle of his entire life so far. He you know said, what? Can we just pause? Just fucking pause. Because this bitch is crazy and accusing him of all these things that may or may not have happened. But he's like, I want to make her my wife. I'm a good fucking woman. And now I'm feeling Oh my god, today. really? You took this domestic violence yeah, shit I turned this it crazy right, woman and turned I it turned around? I turned it right about me. To you're not being married again? Paco. This is where we are. Oh my god, this is so funny. You're like, oh my god. Like, all these crazy bitches end up married to these amazing men. I know a good woman can't get shit. Like, I can't get married. It's fine, though. Did you see my post with the little old lady on Facebook? Yeah, when you were like, oh, when you were like, this is me as Jamie being old or some shit. Still not married. I just need to find me a good man that'll hold the door open, feed me soup, tell me I'm pretty, and take me to bingo. That's definitely no. So I want our life. Anyway. Are you willing to give up Paco to go find the dude that's going to do that? Because Paco's busy doing all kinds of other shit. He ain't going to hold. Not, he ain't going to take you to no bingo. He might come pick you up later. The thing is, I love this man so much it doesn't even matter at this point. That's what I'm saying. I like you're kind of like have to be reserved to the fact that he's not going to marry you until you guys have been together twenty years. <laughs> he's never even got engaged to somebody else, so like he's commitment phobic. He's not commitment phobic. He is. Well, marriage phobic. Maybe there it is. He's not commitment phobic because he'll let you all move in and be you know, right. boyfriend girlfriend with you, but he ain't trying to marry nobody. And that's how 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 you know. Like he was with other people for like a couple of years, and he didn't try to put a ring on their finger either. Yeah, that's true. You know, so there's that. I mean, some men are just like that, though. And then you know what happens? He ends up finally pulling the trigger when you guys have been together like 20 years. <laughs> and then you end up like Brad and Angelina, where you're just sitting there like, oh, fuck, we only made it like a year, Barry. <laughs> you're like, fuck, I should have just stayed unmarried. God, I don't even like you now. Uh, yeah, now that you marry me, fuck, I got what I finally wanted out of you, and I'm done with your ass. 
It's only that would be really shitty if that happens. I it's swear to God, we better time. not. We better not have a big ass fucking wedding reel just for you to turn around and leave that man. Because I'm not going through this again where you meet the next guy, he don't marry you again, and then we're like 75 with our walkers and you're like still pissed off. No. It's fine. Because you know we're 45. I know. If I go to the nursing home, I'm going to be like the hell with the nursing home. We're not going to be a hoe. I would have lived home. in the village. In the villages. The villages in Florida. Yeah, that's where my grandparents are. Really? Yes, they get down down there. Right, that's where I want to be. They've got like the highest fucking, like, what is it? STD the rate. STD rate or some shit. And I'm like, oh my God. Well, so when I was married a million goddamn years now, we went down there. And it was probably like right before we split up, we went down. Maybe, or a year before that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But anyway, we went down for St. Patrick's Day. And it wasn't our intention. It just happened to coincide with during that time. And they had this huge, huge parade down there with, like, you know, all the people. They were decorating their golf carts and all this stuff. It it was so much fun. I mean, beer everywhere. These people were drunk, having a great fucking time. They had a better time than we did. And I was probably only 30 at the time. I might have been 30 at the time. That's how long ago this was. And I looked at my husband at the time and was like, oh, my God. Like, what are we doing wrong? These motherfuckers are partying harder than us. Like, we're in bed by, like, 9 o'clock on a fucking Saturday, which is probably why we ended up getting divorced. But we are going to move to the villages in Florida. The villages is no joke of fucking good time. It if really I'm is. Going to, if I'm old, I'm going down old having a good fucking time. I'm telling you, I, I put up videos every time I go down. There's always one woman in Leopard dancing with her dog. At the two-for-one happy hour in the squares, because there's, like, four different squares down there. And it's amazeballs. And their happy hour is no joke. It's, like, $1.50 a beer, and you just go double-fisted, and it's fucking fantastic. And they have music in the square, usually live music. And, you know, you think it's going to be some shit, but, I mean, it's, like, Dave Croce and, like, you know, just, like, I mean, it's just different stuff. I mean, it's fun stuff. It would be Jim Croce, and he's dead. Jim Croce. Jim Croce. He's very dead now. No, I know, but the music is, like, you think it'd be, like, well, well, you're in the villages, it's, like, 55 and older, but it's not. It's more, like, 60s and 70s-ish. Right. With a little bit of 80s thrown in that they do down there, and it's a fucking good time. I'm telling you. That's good. That's good to know. Because Bruce hasn't if, had it yet. If I'm never, if I don't get married, I'm moving over there when I'm 50. It's amazing. I got I five more years. If I'm 50 and still not married, it's about to go You down. are not going to leave your daughter and your grandbaby. They can move to Florida, too. They're not going to move because he's not going to leave his parents. Fuck them bitches. <laughs> that isn't going to happen, but I don't blame you. Actually, I took Bruce down there last year. It'll be, actually, it's almost, it'll be a year next month we went down. But we were only there for three days because we also went to Daytona. We did, like, the, the Daytona 500 during that time. And we didn't get to go do any of the happy hours in the square or anything at that point. So it would be fun to go back down again and take him to go do some of that stuff. But it, the village is a good time. If anybody's listening and has been to the villages, you should write us in and tell us your experience because it was fun. Nope. If I'm not married by the time I'm 50, I'm starting to save because by the time I'm 60, moving mm-hmm. into the villages. Hmm. Very Republican down there. I'm okay with that. They don't need to know about me. My parents don't want to move down there now because it's so Republican and they're very, very Democrat. Hmm. I don't know. I'm about it. Oh my God, 23 days till Bridgerton. Oh, no, no, no. What's today? Today is March. Uh, today is March 6th. Mm-hmm. March 25th. The new Bridgerton? The new Bridgerton comes out. That's going to be the next sister though, right? Because I thought it was based on the Bridgerton sisters. 
It's based on the Bridgerton family, so it's going to be mm. the first sister, and then I think the the next is the brother. Oh, really? Yeah, it's going to. There's eight books total in the series, and they're they're each each of the siblings. Oh, I thought it was just sisters. Uh-uh. Oh, no, they're, oh, okay. Well, I have to mention, there's a new one, um, a new show on Stars called Shining Nail or something like that with Courtney Cox in it. And I actually really want to see it, but people are really dogging the way she looks now. Really? Yes. And it really bothers me because she's such a good person, seemingly such a good person. And she's very candid about the fact, oh, shoot, I just spit out like a piece of like whatever out of my mouth. That's so gross. <laughs> I'm like my grandmother now. I'm just like spitting food on myself. Um, she's been very candid that she did too many fillers, too much Botox, too much whatever. I mean, I'm looking at her now. She doesn't look bad. I don't think she looks terrible. I mean, she doesn't look She doesn't look like she probably would if she would have let it go. Right. But um, everybody's really dogging her. And I'm like, you know what? You're a fucking piece Leave of shit. Leave Courtney alone. But these are the same fucking people that are like, you shouldn't do that. That's not right. You shouldn't. But then they do it to other people. Like, that's my biggest problem with these fucking people that are like, oh, leave everybody alone. We're going to do cancel culture. But then they pick the fuck apart everybody else. And you're like, leave it alone. Why are you like that? All right. This is it for me. She's going to keep making you go out. I don't even know why you keep doing it. But I'm really interested in seeing that. Um, that actually, the first two episodes are out already, and it's neat. It's like her moving into a house that's haunted, and she writes books. That's so funny because I have this article that says friend star Courtney Courtney Cox admits she sold her LA home after a UPS driver claimed it was being haunted by a ghost. Right, I know that's that's a good segue for you. It is. That was yeah. Beautiful. She's got a new that show. Was beautiful done. Yeah, we got a new show to look at. Oh, I have to mention though. I did start watching the the next Power series with uh, Tommy in it. I don't. I've never watched Power. Oh my god, Power is so good. Paco did. I didn't. It is so good. I didn't watch the other ones before. Somehow I fell off because I actually ended up not having stars anymore. Is what happened. Oh, oh my god, Outlander's on too. Who? Outlander. Oh god, I can't watch Outlander anymore. It drives me nuts. Why? I mean, I like Outlander, but after a while, I don't know. I'm just like, come on, dude. You guys gotta go back to the future or what? Like, I don't know. What the fuck? Like, what's happening? I cannot wait. I don't know. Maybe I'll catch up with you. That'll be something I end up binging because that'll be on Netflix or whatever it's supposed to be. But um, the new power is with Tommy in it, and it's like the white guy. And Ghost is dead, apparently. I hope there's no spoilers, sorry. But I mean he flat out says it. So if you watch the show, you already know that. And now he's in Chicago, and he's running, and there's this guy that used to be, and I don't know what his name, Tommy Flanagan or something, used to be on, um, God, what was that show? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. I didn't watch and that he had, either. he's the guy that had, like, the, the scar on his face. I didn't watch that either. You never watched Sons of Anarchy? What the fuck is wrong with you? I, I you know, I, there are certain shows that I just never got into. Well, Tommy Flanagan is a hot, I don't know why, he's super Irish, or Irish. Irish. <laughs> He's super Irish. He's from Ireland or Scottish, one of the other ones. I can't remember. It's, I'm pretty sure his name is Tommy Flanagan. And he's like the head of the Flynn family on the new show. And I've got the super fucking hots for that guy. And he's a little older. And he just is so good looking. So I started watching a couple of those episodes yesterday. And uh, yes. And then I, I realized that the new Courtney Cox show is out. So I'm going to watch that I hear too. that um, the new Fresh Prince of Bel Air is, is pretty good. 
You know what? But they're like, it's it's dramatic. It's yeah. a drama. It's a drama. And I'm like, God, some things you just need to let go. I don't know. I'll probably watch it, but I don't want to watch it under the guise of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the comedy. Right. So, well, let's see. So, let's Courtney see. Cox. Says, friend star Courtney Cox admits that she sold her L.A. home after a UPS driver claimed it was being haunted by a ghost. Courtney Cox has many, has, Courtney Cox may have been a scully during the tenure of, on Friends. Oh, scully. scully. Like, she was into the extraterrestrials. Oh, okay. But she's definitely turned into a molder in the meantime. The film and television <laughs> star who was, who is continuing her scream-esque horror comedy run with star Shining Veil. Vale, recently shared that she had a paranormal encounter of the third kind in her old Los Angeles home, and after an eagle-eyed UPS driver seemingly spotted a ghost, she decided to move out. In an interview on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Courtney Cox revealed that she had actually sold her former home in Los Angeles after hearing that it was haunted by a decidedly unfriendly... Oh, unfriendly, because it's friends. Oh, gosh. Ghost. (laughs) She said, want to hear something weirder? It's practically... It's partially thanks to the legendary musician Carol King, Courtney Cox explains. So Carol King came over to my house and she said there had been a divorce. It, it jumped on me. Hold on. Okay. Had been a divorce that was really ugly and there was a ghost in the house. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but other people who had stayed in there, <laughs> stayed there with me, friends of mine, said they had an encounter with a woman who was sitting on the edge of the bed. Spooky, right? Although the w- one would expect the star, a major horror franchise like Scream, to be a bit more open to a scarier thing. Even if that horror franchise wasn't paranormally motivated, while Courtney Cox wasn't convinced by Carol King's warnings, she did allow the iconic musician to conduct a seance in her home, which is not a sentence I ever thought I would write. <laughs> which King had reportedly lived in before even the can- Oh, so King had already lived in the house before her. Carol King. Oh, she did? Yeah. Even the oh. candlelit image of Carol King communi- communicating with spirits wasn't enough to strike fear into Courtney Cox's heart. No, it would take the UPS driver to do that, she said. I was at the house one day, not being a believer, and the doorbell rang. It was a UPS guy or something. And I opened the door and he said, do you know this house is haunted? I go, yeah, why? Why do you think that? <laughs> no, she said, yeah, Why? Why do you think that? And he goes, because there's someone standing behind you. And I was like, let's see. That's either the best UPS driver in the world or the worst one. Poor Courtney Cox claimed that she was never able to sleep there again, especially by herself. And she even started seeing things. If it only could have, if only it could have all been blamed on a prank from the co-star Matt LeBlanc. Despite Jimmy Kimmel's assurances, the ghosts are in fact not real. Cox held firm. Someone should still check and see if that UPS driver also worked for the rival realtor in the area. A rival realtor. (laughs) Her her old house may or may not have been actually haunted, but Courtney Cox will face off with another ghost on her new horror comedy. Oh, it's a comedy? I'll watch it. A new (laughs) horror comedy series, Shining Veil. She'll star as Patricia Pat Phelps, an author of erotic novels. Oh, I'm in who moves into the new house in the country with her estranged husband, Greg Kinnear, and sullen teenager children. The only problem, it's haunted by the ghost of Rosemary. Mia Sorvino, shut up. This is like all-star cast. I'm all about it, it now. It is. I love Greg Kinnear, too. It's it's sure to be a scream. Huh? <laughs> Let's just hope that Carol King is on hand to perform a seance and maybe a quick rendition of It's Too Late. Shiny Veil will premiere on Stars on Sunday, March 6th. So today, it premieres today. 
In the meantime, you can catch up with Courtney Cox, dance her scream three bangs, by streaming old episodes of Friends with your HBO Max subscription. You can also take a peek at more upcoming TV releases to fill the Friends-shaped void. That's funny. I actually watched a um a documentary on Jennifer Aniston yesterday or Friday when I was working just because I couldn't figure. You ever have those moments where you're like, I don't know what I feel like doing. I don't know if I feel like watching. And it was just there. So I kind of like watched that and I thought that was pretty interesting. And, you know, her and Courtney were really good friends. But apparently like Courtney was, they were supposed to flip their characters. What? So Courtney was supposed to initially come in and be Jennifer Aniston's character. Was supposed to be Rachel. Oh. And Rachel was supposed to come in and play Monica. Monica. But Courtney Cox is the one who said, I'm more like Monica in real life. Like, I'm more like her. I think right. you get more out of it. And that's kind of how that happened, believe it or not. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, I haven't seen the Friends reunion show. I did think, I think I caught like a bit, a little clip of it where they were like going through and they were all in the apartment. And they were like where um, Matt and, what the fuck is Chandler Bates? Chandler. Room. So there's a... Don't Matt, let that dog in and out, in and out, in and out Matt, anymore. Matt, I guess. It's Matt LeBlanc, and it's... Just leave the door open. As long as the, you don't have any noise out there, just leave it open. She just won't knock her stupid shit off. So it's Matt LeBlanc <laughs> and Matt Matthew Perry. So they're like, yeah. where are the guys? And they were in there sitting... You need my cord? You were? In the chairs. Check me what? Why, what's happening? Okay. Great. All right. Okay. Never mind now. <laughs> Sorry. They were they were just they couldn't find them and then when they went they went they were in the on their old set sitting in their old chairs like their oh yeah when they did chairs. their friends reunion special uh-huh. oh I know that was like so much fun okay gotcha <sighs> okay oh I'm so sad oh boy anyway so Jamie just saw a TikTok oh my god so remember. How we had to put my bullet to rest. What was that, like four months ago? I don't Probably remember. It was Rest in Peace Bullet or something. It was the one my dad ended up listening of course, to. Yeah, so it's been a while. Of all the things. But when Jamie lost her bullet. So there's this gentleman on TikTok that was gardening and found a bullet in his yard buried in his garden. Garden find. Anybody have an idea what this is? Shiny. Looks like something was plugged into it. Have so the comment section... <laughs> Somebody was like, nobody tell him. <laughs> Don't tell him what it is. And I was like, oh my god, Jamie, they found your bullet. <laughs> and that's where it is. It's they in said, that yard. Did you happen to find it between the tulips? Get it? Tulips. Oh god. She named him Bob after they changed after they changed it to batteries from corded. What a, oh. I don't even know what that is. She thought she was funny, but she didn't have it. Um, it says, you're going to be so happy that you're wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Some lady was like, I broke my hip running to the comments. <laughs> I love when people do that shit. The she comments was like, are the best. Another girl was like, I don't get what all the buzz is about. Oh, that's great. I <laughs> love when people, they're so funny. <laughs> this is my favorite. You should never disturb the burial place of a loved one. <laughs> sir but you should probably check your garden for rabbits oh my god how come nobody told me we could grow them (gasps) oh my god i know right 
Was it planted near the zucchini part of the garden? <laughs> Vibratus gardenaceus. Plant one and a whole new crop pops up. <coughs> the buzz around the garden is that it's... <coughs> the buzz around the garden is that he still doesn't know. Oh my god. I don't know. What's it smell like? <gasps> Ew! The one time a guy actually finds something. The vibe in this comment section is unreal. <laughs> Oh. Most people find bullet shells. He finds the whole bullet. <laughs> to the comments. <laughs> Plot twist. It's not covered in mud. Ew. 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 Oh my god. You know what else is plot twist? Yes. Go ahead. So for anybody who's seen the Tinder Swindler. Oh my god. That was so good. That guy is one of those people you want to see just have bad things happen to. I do. I want all the bad things to happen to him. All of them. Because he's ter- he's terrible. He's, he's a sociopath. Ugh. He's definitely sociopathic. Like, he but has he no has problem. the magic dick. Because those girls that slept with him were like, oh my god, it was the best sex ever. I don't remember them saying it was the best sex the ever. The one chick was like, it was phenomenal. The first one, she was like... That girl, I don't know. I think they really believed... I think they believed he was that rich because he was... Always they're on all, other people's They're all money. having their little pretty woman fantasy. Yeah, they again. were having their pretty woman fantasy. Exactly. They were having that at the same time. Well, if anybody's happy about the fact that, you know, karma sort of does what it does, it is what's happening with this guy right now because he was impersonating, if you've watched it, there's a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, tell shit. I would say turn it off, but don't turn it off. Keep listening. So he was impersonating. A top diamond family. Right. The Louvers or something? Uh, I forget what it's. Louvive or Louvive yeah, or Le- something. Le- he, yeah, Laveau. Yeah, Is it Laveau or yeah, something? Yeah, I, I think it's pronounced Laveau. Yeah, well, it says, alleged Tinder swindler Simon Laveau sued by diamond family over impersonation. So that family was finally like, nip, we're fucking done with you, ass. Right. I find it hard to believe that Interpol and all these people knew about him. Mm-hmm. And they had already, he'd already gotten in trouble once. Right. Right. And he got out of prison, whatever it was that he did. And he kept going, doing what he was doing. And then he's impersonated himself and like made websites and did all the stuff. And I'm surprised like the FBI knows about him. Interpol knows about him. All these people. And you would think if they have a top diamond family, like these people, they would, they would have told them. I don't think they told him them or I'm I'm sure that the people he ran with knew these at least somebody else in these diamond this diamond thing. But I don't think he told that they told them because they were under investigation, like they needed to absolutely get him for the stuff he was doing, not so much the name he was using. No, I almost I would think, hey look, you know, this guy's And really, they may have and they may have been hurting people. Right. You know, we need you to be just aware that there's an impersonator and, and out there. And they may have. They're just waiting they were just waiting for the investigation to come to a point where they're like, Okay, go ahead and sue him. Well, I guess now I mean now it's on Netflix, so now like maybe they were forced to do something. Is up. But it says and this again was from E News. God, it was like a big E News like good <laughs> week for me, I guess. Says uh the purse or the family of Diamond Tycoon Lev Liev or Levy or whatever his name is has a has filed a lawsuit against Simon, a.k.a. Shimon Ayat, for allegedly pretending to be a member of the wealthy family on Tinder. The subject of the mega-popular Netflix true crime documentary, The Tindler Swindler, is being sued by the Lviv family, Lviv family, according to the document obtained by E! News on February 28th. In the documentary, he was accused of pretending to be a member of the Lviv family to attract women on the dating app Tinder, 
before allegedly taking hundreds of thousands of dollars from his victims. In a statement to E! News, Shagit Laviv, the daughter of Israel diamond magnate Lev Laviv, and an heiress to the family's fortune, said the multi-million dollar lawsuit aims to get Simon, born Shaman Hayat, to face justice and get the sentence he deserves. Shaman Hayat is a fraud who stole our family's identity and has tried to exploit our good name to con victims out of millions of dollars, she said in a statement to E! News. He has no relation to the Lviv family and has no affiliation with our company, LLD Diamonds. Shagit continued, I am relieved that his real identity and actions have been globally exposed and hopefully this will bring an end to his unscrupulous actions. While she is not listed as a plaintiff in the suit, her relatives, Zavulin Lviv and Ayelet Lviv Jacobson, Ruthie Lviv Yelarazarov, and Hagit Sofiv Lviv are... All them, all them mother That's people. a lot of names are along with the company LLD Diamonds USA LLC, according to the filing. The lawsuit filed in Tel Aviv, Israel, states that Simon has been making false representations as being the son of Lev Lviv and receiving numerous benefits, including material ones, per the suit. The documents also state that Simon defrauded, cheated, conned, falsified, and hurt women, men, and businesses around the world while impersonating as a member of their family and using their wealthy reputation. The family alleges that Simon took, without permission, a photo of Lev and Ailet and used Photoshop to edit himself into the family shot. He did. I saw that oh. one. I saw that on there. And you would have saw it, too, if you yeah. watched it. Yeah. Per the suit, he presented the fixed photo to women and men as proof of being Lviv family member. Oh, being I didn't know he was doing it with the men, too, you dirty, dirty man. Well, he might not, maybe in that sort of way, but maybe business-wise. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I mean, in order to be, like, you know, present himself as somebody to make business deals, right. things like that, that were, you know, he shouldn't be doing. Thereby making a misrepresentation that he is part of the family and did so to, the, to generate personal profit and mislead the public. So, it says accusations in the lawsuit include defamation, invasion of privacy, and breach of trademarks. The Levy family said that Simon's despicable actions defame and humiliate them. According to the Netflix doc, which premiered February 2nd, Simon, 31, changed his name and claimed to be the son of the diamond tycoon on the dating app Timber. He had Tinder. He had then allegedly swindled multiple women into opening credit cards for him under the guise he was in danger of enemies within the diamond business. Remember that, though? My enemies. He always talked about his enemies and all the his, time. And then his, like, bodyguard was all beat up. Yes! Yeah. What about the time the girl, the, the sweet one from the beginning, met him, and they were together, and he gave her the check, and then all of a sudden, you know, he was like, you gotta go, your enemies are here. And she's like, what are you talking about? Are we okay? And he's like, I just want you to be safe. So they get in the car, and they zoom down the street, let her fucking ass out, and they keep leaving. Right. And she's got this false-ass fucking check, and you're like, oh my god, that was like crazy. Those women got really beat up for yeah. that. They really did. I mean, talk about, I mean, I don't know if I would, well, you wouldn't believe it's a lie. Right. Especially when you're, you just want love. Well, not that you just want love, but I mean, he's, where would you get money to be on a private plane? Where right. would you get all the money to do all the things he was doing, right? So right. there's, you inherently want to believe it. The crazy it. thing is, he also, like, he had some women in the United States. There was like two from Pennsylvania also. Oh, was there? Like, I, mean, there I know there was a ton of them. Yeah, there was like a ton of them. Like every time he was out with another woman, it was on another woman's dime. Well, he was very good at getting, I mean, because even the first girl, she was like, I can't get more credit cards. Like, I don't make enough money. And he was like, well, I'll just say you work for the Diamond Company. And he, like, got her, like, business information. Yeah. Like, to show that she was an employee that made, like, $250,000 a year Uh so she could keep getting more credit cards. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy, whatever he did, he had perfected it for so long. Mm -hmm. And he was very good. And I don't know that even I would... I mean, I like to think that I'm a pretty rational person. The saddest part about that whole thing I is when notice. they found his mom. Oh, and she was like, I don't want to talk about it. 
Yeah, she was like, he's dead to me. Yeah. I felt so bad for that woman. Well, it is a shame because it's like when you give birth to your children, like you don't, your your idea in your mind is that it's going to look a certain way. So even with me, like, you know, with my son going off to the boot camp and all that stuff, it's like upsetting. And what is he? He was like Hasidic Jew or something. Yeah, Hasidic like, Jew. It's like, so for me in my mind, when you have your kids, you like, you think they're going to grow up, they'll get married, they'll have kids, they'll be involved, everybody's going to be happy, blah, blah, blah. So to me, it looks that way. And I'm sure for this woman, when she gave birth to this sociopathic motherfucker, right? She never thought, oh my God, he's going to do all the things that he's done and shame this family, especially within the Hasidic Jew community. Right. Like that. Like that's just, that's some shit right yeah, there. Yeah. Like she has to. She has to like disown him and everything else because that, you can't go do that kind of shit. Not in that community. So. She can't support him anyway. She tried to support him. They would shun her. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. But do you have any like World News Daily reports or anything? Um. Or what? I mean, you have something you can finish up yeah, with. Yeah, I have the mermaid thing. Oh, no, no. Let's talk about the mermaid thing because that's interesting and I wanted okay, to see what they had so to say. So, we have this mermaid. Um, it's a 300-year-old mummified mermaid with a human face and an, that we may re- reveal soon. Oh, that it may unravel soon. So, like, the face of this mermaid is, like, decaying. Mm-hmm. Scientists have started their research to unravel the mystery behind a 300-year-old mummified mermaid with a human face and a tail, which was allegedly caught in the Pacific Ocean off the Japanese island of Shikaku, between 19 or 1736 and 1741. Wow. So it's been a minute. Okay. Researchers from Japan's Kurashiki University of Science and the Arts have taken the mummy, which will, which till now has been kept in a temple in the city of As- Asakuchi for... Asakuchi. Asakuchi, yes. Stop it. Is this a World News Daily Report? Come on. No, it's from... Um, Asakuchi. Asakuchi. Come on. It's from International <laughs> Business Times. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, so basically they found this thing and it's been in a temple for the past 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so now this university has it and they're going to do like DNA and stuff on it to see if it's actually a mermaid or if it's something that was made back then for a boat or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people have been worship worshiping it. It says... Uh, that Japanese mermaids have a legend of immortality. It is according to Newscom AU. It is says that if you eat the flesh of a mermaid, you will never die. There is a legend in many parts of Japan that women accidentally ate the flesh of a mermaid and lived for nine nine hundred years. It skipped on me, so I'm, oh, she so she accidentally ate the flesh of a mermaid and lived for eight hundred years. Mm-hmm. This is a yubuki baby. Legend as a preserved <laughs> is also preserved near the temple where the mermaid mummy was found. He added, I heard that some people believing in the legend used to eat the scales of the mermaid mummies. Alongside the mummy, a historic letter dated 1903, believed to be written by a former owner, was found. A mermaid was caught in a fishing catching net in the Sea of Kochi Prefecture. The letter states, The fisherman who caught it did not know it was a mermaid, but took it to Osaka and sold it as an unusual fish. My ancestors bought it and kept it as a family treasure. It remains unclear how or when the mummy came to the temple in Asukuchi. However, the chief priest said it was put on display in glass some 40 years ago. We have worshipped it it in hoping that it would help alleviate the coronavirus pandemic, even if only slightly, he told the... uh, uh, 
Japanese newspaper. I'm not even, I'm just butchering these words, so I'm just skipping them. Okay. Meanwhile, he said that it was likely the creature was half human, half fish construction of a mermaid. Like, it wasn't real. Right. Of course, I don't think it's a real mermaid, he said. This was made for, for export to Europe during the Edo period for spectacles in Japan. The legend mm. of mermaids remain in Europe, China, and Japan, and all over the world. Therefore, I can imagine that people at the time were also very interested in it. I think it... I think it's made from living animals, and we would like like to identify them by a CAT scan or DNA test. It looks like a fish with scales on the lower body and a primate with hands and a face and a face on the upper top body. So there, here's a picture of it. Okay, it's bound. It's like still oh, okay. in the net. Right. So there's this thing, and it's got its hands up over the mm-hmm. thing. Um. So that's what it says. See that that's the end of the article. But I, I'm kind of interested in how this is going to turn out. Like, wouldn't it be crazy if it was an actual mermaid? And like, oh, we don't have mermaid DNA, so how would they even know that it's it's? Well, they would know it wasn't human. Well, mermaids are half human. Well, I know, but the bottom half of it shouldn't be right. Or what? should it have like? I mean, if it's human plus that, shouldn't it be a different kind of DNA that they don't have already? Yeah, that's true. If it's you know all I mean? like because it's, the DNA is going to tell it to make a fishy bottom and then the rest be human, so that yeah. DNA would be very different. It would be turning on and off. I don't know. If you ask Kira, there's definitely mermaids, and they're not friendly. She doesn't think they're friendly. No, because we watched the. They had like I think it was on ID Discovery or a Discovery Channel. They did that that mermaid like it was supposed to be like a spoof, like a like a fake. It was a mockumentary about mermaids, but it convinced Kira completely. Oh. Yeah. So now she's like, yeah, no. So now she's pretty sure. They're not nice. She's pretty sure that mermaids exist and that they're dicks. (laughs) They're dicks. All right, we'll take us home. Jamie. If you've ever found anything strange in your garden, (laughs) uh, write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You could also find us on Facebook at straightfromthenet. You can find me on TikTok. I've been talking more about the podcast on TikTok. Nice job. Thank you. Um, You can find me on TikTok at TikTok. (laughs) <laughs> and it's just TikTok. at Jamie Holliball. You could also probably hashtag um search hashtag straight from the net. You'll find me. Um you can listen to us on all major platforms come Sunday, but on Friday we have something that nobody else says. Danielle, what happens on Friday? <laughs> we have a radio show. That's right. Somebody thought it was a great idea to put us on New York Daytime Radio. And here we are. So every Friday morning at 10 a.m., you can find us on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. Um, if you miss it on Friday mornings at 10, you can hear us on a repeat on Saturdays at 7. Sure if you can. miss that, that's okay. Because you're going to get us again on Sunday at 11 on our major you know, all the major platforms, but our mother platform is SoundCloud. So that's kind of nice. So I'll put that in there and it'll shoot all over and everybody will be able to hear it wherever you listen to your podcast. And Joe Rogan's on Spotify, right? Yeah. Because we're on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because remember, I was like, well, maybe one day we'll be on Spotify. No, we already are on Spotify. Yeah. So I know when we talked before about the I Joe listen- Rogan thing, I was like, oh my God, we're on Spotify. Yeah. I listen to us on Spotify. Yeah. So actually, why don't you guys think about it? If you're listening to Joe Rogan, okay, because so many people want to listen to him right now, whether for good, bad, or whatever other reasons, take a listen to us when you're done. We're right, right on the same platform. You're you don't already have to on the app. You're already on the app. It's already there. And subscribe. Anyway, we will see you guys next week. Have a great week. We love you. Bye. Okay, bye.